G'day guys and welcome back to the Dylan Friends Podcast. This week on the show, you ask for him and you get him, Brad Hollis. What can I say about Brad? He's a good boy for one, a very good boy. Brad's best known for his hilarious spiritual footy page, Yeah Good Boy Good Boy Energies. He's one of the biggest internet sensations in the AFL, widely known for his futuristic and spiritual views in footy. Brad is an Australian comedian. He performs a lot of his skits via his Facebook page, which will be in the show notes. And he's also doing some stand-up comedy. I've been trying to get him on the show for a while, and we had a pretty milky chat, I think. We went to some weird places. I wasn't too sure what was going on, but we love that. Let's go. Welcome to the Dylan Friends Podcast. My name is Deborah, Dylan's mum. Strap yourselves in for some light-hearted and wholesome fun. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Brad Hollis, welcome to the Dylan Friends Podcast, my friend. This one's been a long time in the making. Um, the energy's high, man. I'm honestly feeling it through the screen. Uh, yeah, good boy, good boy, good footy energies. Um, welcome. You got it. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> I uh, hopefully I look at the right screen. <laughs> you will. The camera, you will. There's two cameras. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's a, I got a laptop camera and I got an other camera. Yeah, and, and you look uh, fantastic on both of them. We run a pretty tight ship here, you. mate. So thank you again for coming on. In all honesty, um, AFL Cult Hero and one of the most requested guests I've had to come on the podcast. It's It's been overwhelming. Um, I'm sure you're used to this. Oh, I'm not used to this, but the amount of people that have really requested and, and wanted you to come on, and, mate, I've been one of them myself, but it's been hard to lock you down because you're a busy man. Yeah. Uh, I started uh, working doing a skip in truck driving <laughs> Monday to Friday. And uh, oh, early days I was coming home and I was just so tired. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I could, I don't want to do the podcast tired. Yeah. But, um, and we couldn't do it on a weekend. So then, but recently, I don't know, recently, it's actually recently it's gone to five days a week because it's only about three or four. But since then, it's not as tiring. I guess I got used to it. I think that's what, people do they get used to it you know <laughs> so i'm coming that, home now and i'm like oh, i'm st- i got a bit of energy yeah that's good and that's well you are the energy man so i thank you for your energy but yeah. you have been yeah you have been a hard man to get a hold of like you said you've been tired coming to and from work i'm sure you're doing a tremendous job um whatever it is you mm-hmm. are doing but mate well good on those good are, on the guys messaging in as well Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, mate, it's been instrumental. Beautiful. Um, I just want to give, if anyone has been living under a rock for the last five or six years, uh, quite simply, and this is the word uh, from the horse's mouth, Brad Hollis, it's the Facebook bio is a futuristic football awareness in the AFL. Now, I love that title. (laughs) It's short, it's sharp, it's straight to the point, and there's no (laughs) questions in what that is. And you deliver that in spades, and it's been incredible to see your journey. Um, it's incredibly sitting down with you today. And we have crossed paths a couple times uh, over the last 12 months and we've been trying mm-hmm. to tee this up, as we said, for a while. But um, I normally give a, my sort of recollection of the first meeting and how it went by, but I think that you might have a better yeah. one. So I want to throw that in your court and maybe we can talk about how we first um, yeah. connected on a spiritual level maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, because I did that video about you last year, I reckon, and so then we messaged a bit then, and then the la- at the end of last year we first met. We was at that um, Puma uh, thing, and 
it was in Melbourne, so obviously I flew to Melbourne from Adelaide and slept in a hotel room. And then the next morning went into, I don't know, what was it called in Brunswick? It was like the yeah, it was or called something? Or the, the wool shed. Wool yeah, mill? that's what it was. Yeah, wool mill. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So I've walked in and, you know, by myself in my backpack and a bit nervous. <laughs> and I walk in and you're pretty much right at the door, but you got your back to me and then you turn around and, you, you know, say hello, introduce me and you shake my hand. And it was like one of, it was pretty strong handshake, <laughs> like one of the strongest. Uh, like it was unexpectedly hard. Because I'm, I'm just a kid, you know, I'm just coming from Adelaide, this kid and rocking up, you know, and bang. Do like first impression. And because I, I remember, I think you had, the, when you had the big ox on, uh, David Swartz, he he told a story about your dad doing the same thing to him, just squeezing his hand. So obviously you've, your dad's passed down that uh, trait, which is good. <laughs> There's not um, many he has passed down and that could be one of them, but I do appreciate that. <laughs> so me and the ox are just sitting there like, man, our hands. Just, yeah. But we um, <laughs> then straight after that, there was another guy next to you, a money manager or someone like that. And then he shake, uh, he's introduced himself and sh- shook my hand. And the exact same, he's like, the exact same, like, strength. And it just sort of was all, you know, it was almost, you know, sort of to me, it was like, hey, you know, this isn't, you know, you're not in, you're in the big city now, you know, this is the big boys sitting at the big boy table. And, you know, part, <laughs> I could almost sense a part of you was like, look, Brad, if you want it. The handshake sort of spoke to me. It was like, if you want to turn around right now, get on a plane back to Adelaide, we will not even judge you. But if you're going to come in, we play for keeps <laughs> in here. No, I, to be honest, and does it shock you? To, does it shock you that that was exactly the message that I was sending you? And I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not surprised that you didn't pick <laughs> that up. So well done. But it was a good yeah. day. It was a good day. Um, we we definitely did spark a good friendship that day. And um, yeah. I thought that it was going to be probably fast-tracked a lot sooner than it was. Like, you know, I felt like we had a good, good really good start. Um, mm-hmm. But then, you know, you went back to Adelaide and I felt like you just sort of forgot about it. And, like, that was that was it, you know. Like, it was sort of – that was the end. Forgot. No way. It was the bloody COVID, wasn't it? Mm. Could have been that. Yeah. All the plans. Well, what did you – what were you expecting? Yeah. No, I was just maybe expecting some letters or I don't know, something else. But I do want to thank you because going back, going back to when you just said before about the um, the video you made. Now, for people who haven't seen that video, they're watching, Brad makes incredible videos on Facebook of, as we said, futuristic views on football. And I had the honour of being made into one of these videos. And it was when, it was nearly at the, you know, the end of my tenure at the Giants and it was basically about how to get a game because I wasn't getting a game. Um, and you made this video about me saying that I should be bringing gift baskets to Leon Cameron, um, and then I could get a new contract. How, we didn't know each other before that at all. That, why did you make that video? Like, what what, what was actually, like, why? Why did you make that? Uh, oh, because it was just, I think as a lot of people out there, you know, just have a memory of you playing for Carlton, there was a lot of excitement about you because you had speed and you were quick and, you know, and you were, I just have memories, you know, classic MCG, Friday night or just, you know, whatever. And then it sort of just, just I don't know, sort of just, you didn't, yeah, you didn't get, they didn't play here, I don't think. Mm. And I was not, from the outside looking in, not really knowing too much about it, I was like, uh, I'd be playing him, you know. 
I wish you were one of my I wish you were one of my coaches, that's for sure. Um, Brad, I want to talk about you today because you're a special man and I've been excited for this one for a while, as I said, as is everyone. But one thing I want to take you back to is is a very monumental day. February twenty first, two thousand and sixteen. Yeah, yeah, good boy, good boy, Footy Energies was born. How yes. did it come about? Why did it come about? And did you ever expect well, to, to have a following like it does? <laughs> uh, well, that day, that morning, I think it was a Sunday, uh, we, I literally woke up. This is one of the, it's happened a couple of times. But it's pretty rare. It's where I've woken up with an idea, like as I wake up having, I don't know, I had an idea just to start a Facebook page. But it was called, it wasn't initially called The Good Boy. It was called, I don't know if you know this, it was called Smoking Weed and Watching Brad Johnson Smile. Did you know that? I didn't know that. No, I didn't. <laughs> That's what it was initially called for the first few months. Okay. Just because, like well, I mean, I obviously changed it for a number of reasons. You know, the smoking yeah. weed is probably not really the, yeah. I don't even smoke weed. So, but um, I think that was just from, you know, maybe having some friends over and watching Fox footy. And because he always, he's obviously the smiling assassin. And uh, that was pretty funny. But yeah, then. Because I was already doing uh, like videos and comedy, just general comedy stuff for a couple of years. And so then I just started the page randomly and then, uh, I don't know, I just had a couple of ideas that I just made videos about for footy. It quickly gained more traction than what the other videos were doing, if that makes sense. What What were those early videos? Like how did how did they first get received when you put them on Facebook? Like, did you think that anyone was going to like see them? Were you sharing them to become a page or was it just a bit of fun? I'm a good boy. Uh, yeah, obviously for the couple of years prior, I was trying to, yeah, I wanted people to see it and wanted to be successful at it and like, um, you know, whatever that entails. But um, yeah, I don't know. It just all kind of happened naturally, I guess. Um in that, uh, sorry, there's a plane going over, but um, <laughs> if you can hear that, but yeah, it was just what was the question? It was. <laughs> I think I think it was. When did you realise that it was going to turn into something? Well, just yeah, straight away the, the the amount of likes it was getting was a lot stronger than the other videos, and then at the end of that year, there was a couple of videos that. Um, sort of got well, took off a bit more than the other ones. But you've got, got like you've got sixty five thousand on Facebook. So your videos are you know, they they they're massive and they're well edited, like they're so different. I've never seen a lot of people have probably never seen anything like it. Where where did it all come from? Like was that from your early videos or was it just from playing around with it? Oh yeah, for like, for a few years I was doing like did a lot of videos, I guess. Not that many of them are online now because they're a bit weird, but um yeah, there was a, that's all. I consider that all to be part of the momentum building, and then, um, yeah, just started the, the started the footy one, and that kind of felt that kind of felt right, you know. Mate, you're an Adelaide boy. I know you love uh, Port. It's a big season for yeah. them. The the love for Port, where would that come from? I suppose um, are you just born in the area? Do you love the colours? Is there something about their energy that draws <laughs> you to them? Uh, well, Dad goes for Port. Uh, and we used to go to the games as a kid, obviously. Yeah, family thing. Uh, he, we used to go for Crows, but then he changed because, like, 
well, I don't know if it was one of the, one of the reasons was he wanted to take us to the footy, and the Crows games were always sold out, but the Port games weren't sold out as much. <laughs> yeah, makes um, sense. So, yeah, that was one of the reasons. Um, and yeah, just grew up barracking for Port. Went to the '04 Grand Final. I do like the colour teal as well. I think that's nice. I feel like they Port aren't using it as much. Yeah, they're, they're branding away from the teal. They like the prison bars yeah. at the moment. And then even the away guernsey is it's just grey. Mm. And I'm like, get that colour in there, you know, get me some, some teal. It's good colour. Mate, you've made a lot of videos about players. What have been some of the best reactions that you've got from players about videos you've made of them? Have you had people that have been obviously wrapped? Is there anyone that's ever been not so happy? So most of the, I'd say most feedback's pretty positive. Um, yeah, AFL players, I don't know, in, interact randomly f- at times in that, I think. Uh, sure, Shane Biggs is one that comes to mind. I don't know if you've seen that video. The Shane Biggs never forget. Yeah, he loves that one. Yeah. I uh, can't remember. He messaged me the other day because I think I posted something about it. I don't know. But yeah, good on you, Big Z. Yeah, Shout out to Bigsy. Bigsy's one that I'd love to get on the show and we will tee that up very soon. Um, mate, one of the things that I've always wanted to go through because obviously I, I love your content, I watch your content, but a lot of the words I don't really understand what they mean. So I've put together a good boy's urban dictionary, right? And I'll yeah. throw to you some of your words and I want you to explain in the purest form what the word means. What, what's milky? Milky. <laughs> Uh, well, it's pretty much just like, I don't really know, you know, smooth and, uh, creamy. Yeah. Creamy. <laughs> I don't really know. Just Nathan Cracker coming off a halfback. That's milky. Okay. That makes sense. That makes exactly, that makes a lot more sense. You should have said that to start with. Yeah. Vibrations. Just energy. Molecules. Vibrating. Vibrations. Put that in a sentence with players in. The St Kilda players meditating at quarter time. Okay, that makes sense. Feeling good vibrations. That's it. I see. I'm understanding these a lot better. Pure. Pure. Well, that's that's pretty. Makes sense. Is that just the dictionary one? The Oxford Dictionary definition. Like water or something, you know. When you say there's a bit in that, give us like an example of what that is, because obviously a lot of people tag you on in on Facebook of things that they Mm -hmm. find in games, and they'll go, "There's a bit in that." Is that your thing? Can you? Is that your trademark on that? Uh, a little bit, but I didn't actually technically say it. First of all, some per, some guy Cody wrote to the page and he said he's talking about the Mackay twins. How one of them kicks right foot, one of them kicks left foot, and he just said, "There's a bit in that." And I sh- I wrote a post about it or something as well. And that's where it sort of took off from. And yeah, there's a bit in that. I don't, just sort of I don't know means there's a some sort of thing behind it, some spiritual connection or something, which I, I like guess. It. And then someone was saying, well, someone was saying you could say there's a bit in that for about anything, um, which I was kind of probably agreed because, like, you know, everything. I mean, you look out in the wet, looking out the window now, like, where it, everything's pretty trippy, you know, like the world. Like, there's a bit in that. Like, everything is energy. Everything is. Uh, a miracle, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's one of Einstein's quotes. 
<laughs> I think it is. I think it is. Well, uh, you can live life as if nothing's a miracle, or, or that, or everything's a miracle. <laughs> why the why the full span, um, Shepherd? Why do you love that so much? Uh, I don't know. That just sort of, yeah. I just, I, just, I guess, things. I just see that. I don't know because it was, it was just so it was because that was in the Bulldogs grand final when Liam Picken did it, and that was just it was a strong time where everyone was on the Bulldogs train and. You know, it's all flowing and he's running Johannesson and then he sticks his arms out. It's just so classic. <laughs> it's just classic picking as well. You know, he's just doing that, the simple but so powerful. It's a fundamental, isn't it? It's pretty pure. It's pure. It's vibrations. Mate, um, the number one question I get asked after we hung out and be, when we became friends, obviously I hope we're friends if that's, if that's not too forward, um, yeah, his people always go, what is Brad like in person? Is he the same as he is in his videos? Do you get asked this question a lot? Not really, but my friends do. Yes, that would uh, make sense actually, yeah. Yeah, and they say uh, they say he's normal. Um, <laughs> eccentric maybe, I don't know. Um, but I've been on a few dates with this girl and uh, she says jokingly that, I'm weird. Not like <laughs> weird, but like, you know, like <laughs> if I said to her that you know, we're talking about how that my friends are like, he's normal. And she's like, you're not normal. But like, <laughs> in, you know, jokingly. So not, not, in a, not in a creepy sort of way that you're weird? <laughs> no, not in a creepy way. In, in, a, in a milky way. These days, um, and you've done this really well, now you've obviously built up, you know, awesome following um, through your comedy on, on Facebook uh, absolutely killing it. But now you're transitioning into more of a, a stand-up as well. You're doing some stand-up gigs in Adelaide. Was that yep. something you planned or was it just something that was a, a bit of a natural progression? Uh, well, I've been doing that on and off for six years or so. That was when I first started doing comedy. Um, so you're doing comedy but, as well as the, like stand-up the whole time? Yep, when I was about 19. And then a few a couple of years after that, just started the good boy stuff. Um but yeah, probably la- I took about a couple of years off uh, recently from stand up. But in the last year or so, I've been getting back into it. I think I'd like to do more of that. Um, yeah, that's that's fun. Uh, I've done a few ones in Adelaide too, um, and and Melbourne a few years ago as well. What is the your comedy show consists of? Is it do you do similar stuff to your fat like footy stuff, or is it more of a stand up gig like life? Um, and anything more than or just yeah, stick it's more to life at the moment. That didn't the recent one I did didn't put that much footy in it at all. Really, um, I probably expressed the footy stuff on the page, um, and then yeah, it was more just random stuff for life. And it's probably similar to Instagram uh, videos that are just random. So unfortunately, Brad Johnson, uh, he got cut from the name yeah. and that's that's how you got the yeah, good boy, good boy, good footy energies uh, name. How did that come about? What was the uh, transition of name change there and was that the thing that exploded the page? Yeah, that was uh, – well, I was watching footy one night in a Collingwood versus St Kilda game and they had uh, David Armitage mic'd up for the sounds of the game and – me and my friends sort of, we sort of already liked, we liked Armo because like, you know, he's sort of, he was a classic player. He just sort of, he came out of nowhere a little bit in the sense of, he's, you know, he, I don't think he must have got a game too early. And then he, he was like such a 
big boy and like, he was just, he'd run around getting lots of handballs with like, I don't know, we was just thought he was pretty classic and he was mic'd up and in the first quarter they showed the, the footage and he kept, because I was almost a bit nervous for him. I don't know why because, you know, it'd be weird being mic'd up for everyone's watching. But he just kept kept saying to everyone like, yeah, good boy, good boy, like to all the younger players and uh, just thought that was I don't know. I just like I like that. I initially thought it was almost embarrassing because he kept saying it, but then I quickly realised that that was awesome, you know. And then me and my friends would sort of, uh, you know, go around saying "good boy" to each other, I guess. And then, um, yeah, that's where the the page name came from of the inspiration. That's David that's Armitage. inspiring. So David Armitage was the man. Yeah. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Um, <laughs> early days as well with the page, there was a massive hype around like even media, getting people to go around and do the good boy sign. How did yep. that cult figness grow? Like who were some of the people that jumped on board early? Like well, I remember something on the footy show happened. Like it was just going nuts. Yeah, that was uh, – well, the first one was someone sent in a photo of with Jack Silvani at training. And they got him to do that because I must have done that in on a photo or something or uh, like on the page earlier. And then so they just did that, and then I posted it, and then other people started to do that with football players when they run into them, and it just grew from that. And like there was a couple of Dustin Martin because that was the 2017 was the Richmond hype, and like a couple of Dusty, and they like got a lot of likes and stuff, obviously. Because Dusty's just aw- he's just such a strong aura, man. You know. Oh, it was. It was vibrating. My early, it's it's not, and I say this in the the best way. Like it's not normal content. It's obviously pretty strange. It's pretty rare. Did you did you back yourself into post it, or did you have someone, some of your mates, like pushing you to actually do it and and get around you to do it? Because it's sort of that content where you put it out there and you're like, fuck, are people going to actually like this, or is this just too weird? Yeah, and have never really struggled to post something. Like I've always wanted to just get it out there and not worry too much about what other people think, I guess. But also being pretty lucky that people respond. Usually, especially early, responded pretty good to it. Like um, obviously it builds. But uh, yeah, I would say the response was um, pretty positive. What would you say your favourite videos you've made are that have got your the best reactions from people um that have probably been your favorite to create give me your top three your top three favorite pieces of content well probably one of them would be there's a alan didact video i don't know if you've seen that one where the bt uh he took yeah i just found a footage on youtube one day of didact taking the hanger and anzac day and bt's commentary was like pretty crazy he's like die uh, which that was a fun time. And then uh, there was a fr- the Fraser Garrick one. I don't know if you've seen that one. Um, that was one where I saw the footage of the Robert Harvey run through the middle and I sort of, uh, that brought up a lot of emotion already. Like, but And I thought, oh, that could be a good video. But sometimes when you think that could be a good video, it never really ends up being what you think. But this was probably one of the rare times where it actually, when I, because it was only like six months later when I actually did film it. And yeah, it, 
it felt good to do and it felt there was a lot of emotion there and actually came out all right on the camera. Yeah, and then there's another video which is like a longest kick audition for Fox Footy. It was a joke one with my little cousin from Hong Kong. I don't know. I just like that video. It's kind of pure just because he's like, he doesn't really know anything about footy, what's going on. But And I kick, I do a, the my audition kick is me kicking across a little river. It's not very far, but it's not too small. But And I just thought it was kind of funny how I did actually make it. <laughs> mate, I want to I want to get into some fan questions because um you've got a lot of fans, mate, and they want to know a few things. Um, yep. if that's okay with you. Yeah, bring it on. Uh, at Inspector Rex, if you could have anyone give you a full wingspan shepherd, who would it be? Oh man, I'd probably go Pickin. I said Witsy the other day, but I'd I think Lee's got the whip. Would be, yeah, that would be. That would just be a really strong moment and it would make me feel whole. Yeah, it would. <laughs> um, at C. Dehearn, in your playing days, who would you model your game off? Well, early days was Gavin Wanganeen, obviously yeah. being a poor Did man. Gavin Wanganeen about you. Yep. Yeah. And the lady that gave me haircuts, she said she used to give me the Gavin Wanganeen haircut. Although looking back, well, she was a Bombers fan. So she, he used to play for Bombers. So I was like, Yep, yep. Was she just saying that? that or was she actually modelling on his actual haircut? Great question. Um, at Shane W95, what's the worst thing a coach made you do and did it make you play better? It's not really a perfect answer to the question, but I was in a playing in a match once, like an, like an association match or something like when it's like under 13s or 14s or something. I'm in the back pocket. The other back pocket, there's a, the forward pocket for the other team, he's kicked like two or three in a row. And so I've gone, I've, I've gone, look, swap. Because you're not getting the job done. So swap, I'll go on the guy. And then the coach, <laughs> the coach must have just been staring at a wall. And then he's, look, and then after, oh, he's looked up at that exact moment and must have been gone, who's on that bloody kid who's kicking on the goals? And he's seen me who's oh. gone there. And, then he's, and he's taken me off. And uh, being too young to, you know, if that happened now, I might just go to the coach and just be like, hey, by the way, I actually Why? swapped. You've got it wrong, but yeah, he took he took me off, and I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> and that was all downhill from there, deal. It was all downhill from there, deal. That was my career just went. It'll no, that'll mate. To be honest, that'll it'll that'll do it to you. To be honest, um, at T Wayne, and I know we've touched on this a lot, but do you have a favourite footy moment of all time? Not really. Some of those port comebacks in 2013, 14 were pretty good. I went to the. Hawthorne game, the prelim we lost, but that last quarter was because it was funny how the flow works. As we you know, we're playing okay, and you know Wingard was sort of playing all right, but then all of a sudden that last quarter comeback, then the flow kicks in. All of a sudden Wingard's kicking check sides from the boundary, and it's like you know it's the energy there. But we actually lost, and I remember just in the stands, I just couldn't believe it. I was just like, I remember being like on the ride back home, but a part of my part of me was still in the stands, just like my head is like. So, cl- you know, could not believe that. But anyway, that's not really a good moment, is it? <laughs> Bittersweet, you know, it's the emote, you know. My last question from a super fan at Mon LP. Uh, there's a new moon in Aries illuminating now, and this is a fact that's not made up. What do you think this might mean for footy finals? New moon in Aries. Well, it's just a f- we just had a full moon. That was pretty good. Uh I honestly, <laughs> I know enough, but you know I'm not yeah. into the moons and that. 
This is what the Aries moons at the at the moment. It's it's illuminating, as we said. Um, agitation, fights, aggression, and anger, all associated with the Aries moon. It says, be careful what we say or do so we don't regret it when the heat cools off. Aries is a very powerful sign. Warrior, courage, and bravery. That <laughs> speaks volume of what's happening at the moment. Yeah, well, that's finals, you know, it's high, high stakes, mate, you know. A lot of uh, aggression and... Uh, well, that's the new Aries moon. Well, yeah, I guess you just got to harness it. Exactly. Would you say the, the the team who best harnesses the Aries moon will win the flag? Is that what you're saying? I'm. You can put a dash under that and quote me on that if you want. Okay, done. And put it on Google. You've heard it. You've heard it first. <laughs> if you could predict something or hope for something to happen in the finals, what would it be? Well, I posted yesterday because I watched Braveheart yesterday. Have you seen that movie? I have. It's a great movie. Yeah, I haven't really watched it before. And it's classic Mel Gibson. Like, I love how those strong men with, like, long hair. Just classic energy. Like our Richo in the old days. Probably a lot of footballers. Do you feel like the fo- like footballers in the old days, they used to be a lot more bigger and, like, mm. like Mark Rusciuto, just, like, just a tank, you know, just, like. Yeah, hairier too. The, yeah, more like more men. Like, mm. there's just, like, they're meaty like men. I look mean, like your dad. Yeah, pretty, like even though this in this day and age you could argue they're way more muscly potentially because they're like fitter and that. But no, I know what you mean. You look back at like nineties footy, yeah, and you can see them running around like hairy chest, big foot, yep. hairy like forearms. Most <laughs> of them are like bald as well, and they're just like massive. Yep. So you're hoping that for finals that everyone just comes out hairy as or, and bald? Yeah, is that what like? You- I was saying Taylor Adams should wear the face paint, the brave or a team or Collingwood or someone. Okay, just wear. The, I don't know if that's illegal or not, but Brad Hollis, what what does the future look like for you? I know um, it's promising, but have you got any goals? Where, where do you want to get to? Is is it is it taking this full time? Um, is it doing stand up full time? Because obviously your ideal job, you put that in your mind, and you'll be telling the universe. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, well, at the moment, just enjoying the uh, truck driving of the the uh, money coming in, the stability, I guess, is that's a word people use, stability. But, uh, but yeah, just enjoying that. And then my goals, uh, don't really know, go with the flow, I guess, but obviously I'd like to uh, do less truck driving and start earning money from things like stand-up or whatever creative stuff that I enjoy doing. We will. Uh, I know it's going to be promising, my friend. Is there anything that you'd like to finish up with? Is there, is there a message that you want to send out to uh, your loyal supporters? Um, I know you love them so much and so dearly. Yeah, they are loyal. They're actually really heart. nice. They're actually yeah. really nice and they're always so positive. And uh, I've enjoyed this year a lot of them that they were like, they'll post stuff to the page and then I'll share it. Mm, I've noticed it's just that. A nice, it's a nice community feel. It's wholesome, isn't it? It is wholesome. And some guy posted one the other day about uh, he like gave it, he was just walking with a footy, taking a bounce, and he handballed it. And suddenly some guy was walking past him and just put up the hands and he just handballed it to him and like took a mark and then gave it back to him. And I don't think they even said anything. Then he walked to it. And just the way he wrote it as well was really uh, just like a masterpiece of uh, so refined, you know, I don't know. It read well when you read it. 
It's, it, that does resonate with me because how much do you actually, when someone is walking with a footy coming past you, how much do you just wish they would do that? <laughs> yeah, it's a good community feel, you know. <laughs> it's a great community feel. Hey, look, let's That's put it out there, challenge to everyone. And obviously this was um, your friend's initiative, but we want to back it up. If you are walking down the street, maybe just pass it, handball it. Don't be afraid of getting a little bit of gravel Scratch on the Sharon. Share the ball around. You can change someone's day by just passing the footy. Um, obviously, you want to be hitting them pretty well um, in the hands, but I think that'd be nice. <laughs> Brad Hollis, uh, thank you so much for coming on the Dylan Friends podcast, my friend. Um, it's been incredible. Uh, great insight into your life, into to some football energies, some life energies, and I've learned a lot today, um, especially about the Aries moon, and I'm very excited about the yeah. finals to come, very excited about your uh, future because I know there's good things set up for yourself, mate. So very excited, blessed to have you on the show, and thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Um, it's good fun. Obviously love the podcast. Been uh, listening for a while now, and uh yeah, it's cool. It's got a good energy to it, I reckon. It's a nice light vibe. Um, and, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. I look forward to doing something else with you in the future or some sort of – maybe you could come out in one of my stand-up shows. I'd love to. Maybe we could do a sketch. I'd love to. You could be like, whoa. <laughs> we could, yeah, we'll work it out. Okay. Thank you, Brad. Have a great night. Make sure you do some chin-ups. Um, looks, the gym looks good in the background and uh, has some good energies there. So we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Dylan Friends Podcast. The show is produced by Dylan Buckley and Luca Ganano. Richard Stansbury looks after the audio and editing. Samuel Kenny Creative is responsible for branding and graphic design. And the show is recorded at 3AW Studios, Collins Street, Melbourne. If you would like to contact my son, head to dylanfriends.com or look me up in the white pages and I'll pass it on. Listener.